a series of short, actionable conversations that uncover why and how people focus in today's increasingly distracted world. Pull up a chair as we look at the obstacles, the aha moments, and the strategies that each guest uses to find focus. Today, I've got Matt Page um, from Hatchworks. Matt, welcome. I appreciate it, Andy. Uh, thanks for having me today. Uh, if, uh, just for, for reference, so VP of Marketing and Strategy at Hatchworks. Uh, what we do, we design and build software solutions, both your customers and your, your business love through our nearshore agile teams. But really excited to, to chop it up today, Andy. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks so much. I mean, we've, we've geeked out online for a while. This is our first time yeah. meeting, but uh, I think we asked you a couple questions beforehand. The first one was, how would you rank your ability to focus? And you said 110, and you said nine, which is awesome, right? And, and so I think that kind of got us focused and talking. I'm excited to kind of, I think we, on these, we focus more on unpacking like what works, what doesn't for focus, what tips and tactics can people have versus like the, the business side of it. Because I think that being able to be focused is just such, so foundational. Um, but maybe, you know, talk for a second around like, why do you think you are good at focus? Uh, and then we'll dive into some of the tactics. And at the end, we'll maybe talk about some of the things that slow you down on focus as well. Yeah, it's, it's been a journey, man. Uh, if you said one to 10 today, it'd probably be a seven or eight versus a nine. Ah. I must have been in a good mood uh, when I was looking at it earlier. Um, but it really has been a journey, like, you know, learning as I've uh, grown through my career uh, in focus has been one of those key things, one of the most important things. I think the biggest thing for me has been giving myself the time for deep work. Uh, and what do I mean by deep work? That's actually having, I, I, I would categorize it as at least two hours of focus time, no disruption. Um, this, this year, I've actually started blocking out time on my calendar for, for deep work. Uh, but that's, that's been the biggest thing for me, uh, the biggest, you know, hack or whatever you want to call it for getting, you know, getting focused, getting stuff done. When are those times on your calendar? Are those weekends, evenings when uh, the kids are in bed or are those yeah. uh, middle of the day or right when you're able to crank? Yes, so you mentioned kids. I got a, a six-year-old daughter and I got a nine-month-old daughter. So lots of distraction and we're working from home. So uh, I used to think of myself as a morning person. You know, that's that's when I'm most productive. Um, but I've learned, you know, it's it's not about the time of day. It's where I have the least distraction. So if you if you give me the morning, which is typically a good spot because there's less stuff going on, um, but same thing if it's at night and I can get a solid block of like you know a couple hours, no distraction, I can be productive. My mind can start you know really going deep, really thinking. That's awesome. Um, and um, how do you? So what are the things that distract you? What are the things that kind of, if, you're, if you've got that two hour block and you show up on Tuesday afternoon and you're gonna start working, what are the things that try to break down that two hours? Yeah, outside of, outside of my kids running in to uh, uh, fix some toy or something, it's, it's probably other people, frankly. It's other people in the company, um, Slack. Uh, it's another thing I've really tried to, be conscious of, um, and, and I, this is the you know public service an announcement for everybody out there. You own your calendar, right? It's your calendar. It's nobody else's. If if people are going to take time on your calendar, I've started making sure you know there's a clear purpose, there's an agenda, um, and from like agile principles, like a definition of done. Like I, I want to know when when are we done with this conversation? When can we say it's complete? That way we just don't just you know take up the full hour of time. And if they don't have that, I push back, you know, because meetings are, are expensive. 
at the end of the day. Like I've started looking at meetings in terms of dollars. If I see 10 people, 10 boxes on the Zoom call, I'm like adding it up in my head. <laughs> what does that cost in terms of you know money, lost productivity, all that kind of stuff? So if you, you know, one thing we think a lot about at Gated is uh, asynchronous communication. Yes. Have yes. you gotten good at that? Where you know, I mean, no matter what, I, I look at it and I say you're probably right. But if I, I we should actually get a screenshot of everyone's calendar. Um, like there's probably still a ton of little meetings in there and all that stuff. So how do you, uh, what have you found successful to maybe not have a meeting in the first place? What replaces a meeting and how do you, how do you avoid meetings? Yeah. Yeah. When you're, when your calendar looks like a Christmas tree, you got a problem. Uh, but, uh, you know, you mentioned it asynchronous. That's, that's my new favorite thing since, you know, really since everybody moved to remote from COVID we're, on our marketing team right now, like we, we leverage this a lot. You know, we kind of run it like an agile um, style thing. I'm, I'm used to product development, running agile teams. So we just kind of took those principles for our marketing team. Uh, so we'll do our daily standup, uh, but we'll have, you know, kind of a goal or something uh, that we want to achieve. And instead of, you know, sitting there for an hour, we'll kind of work asynchronously on the thing. And it's amazing what you can accomplish. You know, we leverage tools like Miro, uh, a lot of different kind of collaboration tools, but um, it, it allows people to work and collaborate when it's most productive for them, which I think is the, the biggest value value prop to it. That makes sense. You mentioned that in your, like, call it your two-hour deep work block, yeah. I asked you what interrupts you. You said Slack and other people. Um, do you have any strategies towards, like, stopping that those interruptions and being able to block out what's what's hitting you or are you checking slack every 20 minutes when you're in a deep work session yeah i i I either close it out i just make sure it's not visible on one of my screens is the main thing and i always have notifications off um you know it it looks like i'm probably never working (laughs) but i I never have my notifications on I, i don't know about you do you do you keep slack uh, I've got, I have no running? notifications on anything turned on. Um, no. I think there still is a temptation to toggle over to it and just kind of like quickly mm. check it. And then that can pull you down a rat hole. Um, I've, I've read a lot on deep work. And so it's really interesting to me. I, I find that evenings, there are no temptations because nothing's coming in. Um, so yeah. for me, unfortunately, that makes me much more productive to be able to crank things out on those periods of time. I think yeah. Also being somebody that's outbound, uh, that's trying to chase other people and engage and talk. I kind of need to be on those platforms as well too. And so I think for me, like you, like I've just tried to limit my hours and times with those, but yeah, no distractions, no notifications is kind of core to how I think. That's, that's interesting. It's the, that end of day, there's nothing immediately ahead of you. That's, that's a neat way to kind of look. I've never thought about it that way. Yeah. Um, that's why I always find like you can do that better. I think, you know, things like the Pomodoro method and, and silly tactics that can just say, Hey, don't, don't go outside of that time is good. Another one I liked that you, we, we kind of were trading notes on was, um, you said every Sunday you prep, I do the same. Yeah. Tell me about your Sunday prep. Yeah. And there's probably several people that talk about this, but it's like this Sunday kind of jitters, nervousness you get. Uh, and I always, even, you know, being a kid going to school on Monday, have that feeling, right? So for me, if I can think about my week ahead and just get to like three things, we actually do this with our management team at Hatchworks. Uh, each person kind of has their three main objectives. They put it out there on Monday uh, and they say, you know, how they did on their three from the previous week. So we're kind of aligned and see where we can help each other. But 
if I can pick out those three things, that's, that's key for me. And you can even take it down to like a day level, you know, retro your day. Right. So what did I accomplish? What worked? What didn't, what am I going to keep doing, stop doing, start doing all that kind of good stuff. Um, I, it like helps you sleep better. You know, if you kind of have a, an idea of like, even if it's artificial, there's a plan for tomorrow. It helps. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Um, and, um, that's neat. And so, yeah, what else, is there anything else that you've kind of found is, uh, I actually, maybe let me take a, you talked also about the people that were interrupting. Um, yeah. one thing I found, and I'm curious if you've gone down, this is like, if you don't set the right norms, mm-hmm. people won't know when they should and shouldn't interrupt you. Are there traditions within your company or that you found in of yourself to be able to, to set the norms so people know how to interact with you? Um, yeah. that you found effective because that's the kind of the way I found. And I think a lot of studies have shown like to bend people to my will, but uh, right, as much as you possibly can, but how, how about yourself? Like what norms have you found effective? So we've established norms on my, my team, right? So we kind of, we know how we work. We have our, our ways of working and all of that. And we're starting to do it like on our management team uh, meeting the other day, we're actually talking about having a full day, or at least like, you know, a half day where this is blocked out for exactly where we've been talking about deep work and that focus time. But um, it's like the rules of engagement, right? Having that defined for your, your organization is key. Um, just having that kind of standardized across the top is big. Um, another thing, just like you talk about deep work and focus. Another thing we've started doing in this quarter is like, what's our one thing, right? Our one thing for the quarter if we accomplish this, it's it's going to be a good quarter, right? Versus like having 10 major things we're trying to do, one thing, yep. right? There's going to be a lot of other stuff we do in the quarter, but what's that one thing? So that's helped us. Like, it was like, we, we decided on the one thing and the next day I had like three ideas of how I'm contributing to that one thing. It just, it creates focus. That's, that's one of the biggest things um, I think people can do is just create focus, eliminate distraction as much as you can. That's cool. Yeah. Just uh, focus is one of our focus and prioritization are two of our three company values. Yeah. I'd say I, I mean, look at, look at gated, right? That's the whole premise there. It's like clearing out all the, the junk out of your email. Same thing for your mind, right? It's getting that, like, you can almost think of it as like calories, right? Yes. It, it causes like mental, like mind calories um, when there's more things on your plate. Same thing with, same thing with email. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, going to your kind of focus in one thing, you've seen like the theory of the big rocks and the small rocks, right? And you put the big rocks in first. So that'll, that'll yeah. um, yeah. that's cool. Um, oh, I guess, you know, kind of wrapping up, I, I'd say uh, we talked a little bit about like, who are, who are some of the people that you've followed, read, have inspired you around the concept of focus? Yeah, the, the couple of big ones. Um, I'm sure a lot of folks don't know them. Jason Frieden, David Heinermeyer Hansen, uh, the folks over at, you know, where they built Basecamp, uh, never actually used the product, but I'm like a fan of their product without even having ever used it just because I, I love their stuff so much. Um, but, you know, the book reworked, how they think about work, how they think about deep work, uh, just so many great first principles that they have that, you know, you can apply to like any area of your business or life. So those guys... You know, it, when you read a book and it causes you to like step back and like just change your perspective that, you know, that's a good book. So, 
I, I couldn't agree more. I've read all everything they've written. I've also never used Basecamp, but uh, yeah, and I, 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 you know, obviously was inspired by their manifesto with Hey as well too, which is, which is really cool. That's that's neat. The other yeah. one that I've seen that's really powerful is the uh, End of Email by Cal Newport. It uh, talks a lot about you know specifically email, but also just focus in general. Yeah, yeah, it's you know, there's always like take it down to basics. There's always going to be communication. People are always going to find a way to talk. Um, you know. How do you create that focus for yourself? Technology can help, but you have to kind of level set with yourself and kind of what are your principles when it comes to that stuff? That's good, man. I have truly enjoyed this discussion. Um, you know, there are uh, anything else you want to wrap up with any other key insights for focus or should we uh, leave it there and let everyone get back to focusing on uh, what they do best? Yeah, no, I think that's it. Uh, yeah, uh, really enjoy the conversation. Um, and stay focused. <laughs> you got it. Great talking, man. Hold on one second. Appreciate it.